Welcome back to the Hot Pass Podcast. Welcome back. Um, I just want to say it's absolute heartbreak in Bills Mafia Central right now. Uh, I put money on the Bills. I had... Uh, what it was a rough day for NFL bet, and I had Patrick Mahomes over 26 and a half, didn't hit it as well. Um, Josh Allen under 47 and a half rushing yards, he went over. I'm like, ah, uh, it, it was a bad day. Also, got laid off from my job, fucking sick. And I will get into that in a little bit. Um, it's not gonna be a very long podcast, there's not much to really talk about this week regarding NASCAR, not much happened. They had the Hall of Fame. Um, and not much other news came out and mainly it'll just be me talking about myself for the week. And then we'll also touch on how much I'm so tired of the Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, um, Brittany Mahomes and the Taylor Swift saga here. Okay. So, uh, let's dive right in. Like the only news that I can really think of is, you know, whoever was inducted to the hall of fame, um, which, uh, also includes Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss. Um, his crew chief, um, finally inducted to the hall of fame, not a shocker, seven time champion, won a bunch of races, what 83 or whatever, uh, wins. Um, shouts out Jimmy Johnson, cheaters of all cheaters, but fucking, uh, in NASCAR, they call it innovators. So congrats to him. Absolutely dominant. And, uh, I, I really hope that legacy motorsports does something this year. And, uh, I got a weird feeling about Eric Jones in the day 2500. At some point this year, Toyota's going to break that fucking spell. And uh, it very well could be Jimmy Johnson's team. So, um, yeah. And then uh, some other news um, that I really I haven't really looked at them a lot. I was working afternoons this week, about two hours away. Uh, stayed in a, uh Airbnb with my brother. And then there's no signal in there. So, I couldn't really keep up with a lot of the NASCAR news. Um, but one thing I saw that Daniel Dye from the truck series, he, he must have a lot of uh sponsorship dollars whoever his family members are or something because to jump up to xfinity you literally finish like 20th or worse like every fucking race anytime there's an accident they go oh let's go to daniel dye's camera here and uh let's see what the accident looks like hey if you were good you'd be at the front and you're not going to see any of the accidents he's just driving through all the accidents or getting caught up in them and it's just like here's the fucking money shot so they he obviously has a lot of money behind him, so uh, I haven't seen anything good about him. So for him to drive ten races for the colleague uh, colleague car in Xfinity Series, good for him. I don't expect much, so don't be betting on Daniel Dye uh, to be doing well. And those colleague cars obviously need work as well. So that's mainly the only things I've I've seen. I mean, I could go through. Um, uh, X slash Twitter and try and find stuff that happened this week, but. Um, I don't think there's really much that happened this week. I'm just scrolling through as we, as we go here or whatever, but, oh, oh, and then, um, fuck. Oh yes. Matt Benedetto um, announces that, uh, he was going to have a cup. Like, I think he was going to have a cup series ride. Um, and then some, uh, major sponsor fell out. So shocker for Matt, but De- <laughs> Matt, Matty D. Because he obviously has a history of uh, um, running into ruining relationships. So, 
Number one thing in life that my dad taught me, don't burn bridges. And for some reason, nobody told, uh, nobody told him that, you know, maybe we should have sit down. Also his wife and him were on social media. I don't have anything against Matty D. I think he's a solid dude, but him and his wife were like in Snuggies outside fishing or something on their social media earlier this week. And they're like, we're definitely like warm, uh, you know, warm weather people. I don't know how people up the north do it. I go, bro, you're in North Carolina. It's not even cold. Okay. Come up here. It's fucking like we got a foot or two of snow. It's like minus 20 degrees Celsius with the wind chill or worse. Uh, Like it happens all the time. Man up. Grab a set of nuts. Man up. Okay. I'm a bit of a bad boot, but it's mainly because I had money on the, uh, on the bills and then everything else fucking fell apart and we'll get into it in a little bit. So, um, Oh, look at this. Brett Holmes will run full time in the truck series this year in his number 32 truck. Look at that. Now, Brett Holmes, I'm just scrolling through X Brett Holmes, not very good, but you do bet him as a long shot on a super speedway because Talladega, he has finished second and he almost won the truck race in the fall as well. This year he was running in the top five, top 10, a lot of the day coming in and out of the top 10 and was there near the end. So Brett Holmes, super speedways, just remember that when we're going to Daytona, we're going to Atlanta in the, in the spring, which is like a mini super speedway. Remember Brett Holmes, remember the name. Um, other than that, uh, not much else. So let's just dive right into me. I'm just currently, uh, it's a late Sunday. Um, I have time off. Why you may be asking. Um, got laid off today from my job while recording, uh, what is it? 10 o'clock PM on the Sunday. Um, you guys will be hearing this Monday morning. Obviously, uh, the hot pass podcast comes out every Monday and Friday morning. Um, and I have a little bit of updates near the end of the podcast to be talking about, about what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be coming out with a lot of episodes now that I have time since I'm laid off to, uh, come up with pre-record plenty of episodes for you guys leading up to, uh, the day 2500 and the clash. So, um, yeah. So what was I talking about before my brother and I, we were staying away, uh, for work for the week and we we're on afternoon shifts and no signal. Um, and uh, through the week it was kind of a sh- shitty work, right? It was this terrible work, um, during the week or whatever, like during the day, there was a day shift and a night shift. And then this was out of vaccine plant that literally they're just quote unquote preparing for the next, uh, just in case there's another outbreak of COVID or like a, just in case there's another like world pandemic, I go, okay, $800 million. You're going to make sure there's another pandemic. So you're not wasting your money here, but we're not going to go down the conspiracy fucking uh, path. Okay. Tinfoil hats on, but we're going to, we're going to loosen it off just for, just for now. Eventually we'll dive down that road, but not right now. (laughs) So we're working there and, uh, yeah, they make like, they test on bunnies and all this shit, but we're in like a new building. Um, and the day crew, the 30 something guys during the day, they get all the low work and easy work where our crew, which was eight guys gets to climb up and all the unsafe bullshit and all the shitty stuff that's hard to get to, um, all night. So from 2 PM to like 10 or 11 PM, 11 PM, I'm like sick, dude. That's so much fun for us. Like I'm enjoying my life. I can't talk to my lady. I have to fucking uh, stay in, stay in an Airbnb, stay away from home. Like it's it. Oh, hit the microphone. My bad. I'm just like I'm not happy about it. Right. 
So then throughout the week, I'm just dealing with it, right? The, the shifts are going by fast. But we're told that we're just going to go for a week, right? And maybe, just possibly, we're going to go uh, for a, a second week, right? So this leads into, uh, was it Wednesday, Thursday? We're telling them, hey, Thursday night, um, we're going to uh, leave an hour early or whatever because we're going to drive home that night, right? So I go, uh, let me just get a sip of water here. So I go, they go, okay, that's fine. And the, But now they're trying to force us to work Friday. And in my union, you only have to work 36 hours, right? I'm like, fuck that. You can go fuck yourself. You're like, okay, yeah, you guys can work. At the beginning of the week, they're like, you can work whatever hours you want, right? I'm like, okay. So, like, we're just like, oh, okay, we're working nine. We get 15% shift premium because we're working afternoons. And then Thursday night, we'll just leave an hour early and then fucking drive home the two hours. My twin and I. So, then uh, Thursday comes, we show up, and, oh, the boss was there. The boss is, like, trying to get us to fucking stay for Friday. I go, that's not how this works. You got to let us know ahead of time that we're going to, you want us to stay. Also, I want to be paid properly after 40 hours, double time from 36 to 40 is time and a half. I want my fucking money paid properly if I'm going to be staying, but unfortunately you didn't let me know ahead of time. And now I'm not going to be just randomly at the beginning of my shift, freaking out, bending over backwards where I would planned everything for Friday night, uh, and all day Friday, uh, to come home. And I'm going to have to Frank, uh, like, out of nowhere, book an Airbnb, get everything together, get more food, all this shit, go fuck yourself. I'm not doing that shit. So we just said, fuck it. Uh, he can't force us. Right. So we go home that night, but everybody during the week was three people were like, somebody will let you know if you're coming back next week. Somebody's going to let you know. Somebody's going to let you know. Nobody let us know. Nobody. And I'm sitting there like, cool, dude. Cool. Um, Thanks for letting us know. So my brother and I go into the weekend. We're like, it's not our job to ask where we're going to be working. You're the company. There's foremans. It's your responsibility to put us in places. It's not my responsibility to go out of my way and ask me, hey, where am I working on Monday? It's not my responsibility. It's yours as a company, right? You make the shifts. You put the people in place to do the work for you. That's your job as a company. And unfortunately, there's a bunch of mismanagement going on. And I've been working here for like four years and it's just been total chaos all the time. So anyways, we go home today and then today, Sunday, when I'm recording this, my brother's like calling me like, when should we text and ask? Because like at this point, I'm not going back. I'm like, fuck that. We're going to wait till the near the end of the day and be like, hey, where are we going? Because now at this point, I'm going to be like, you're not, you haven't let me know ahead of time. You have to give us a realistically you should be letting people know Thursday or Friday, whatever their last day of their shift is. You're not contacting on the weekends. Cause that's just not right. It's people's time to be with their families and enjoy their weekend. You tell them on Thursday, their last day of the week or Friday. And you tell them, Hey, you're going to be coming back here this week. Make plans to be back. Nobody told us. So we go, okay, well, around uh, like five or six o'clock, we'll just contact the the boss and we'll just be like, hey man, like nobody let us know where we're going. Unfortunately, we're not going back to that job because it's like we've already made plans for the week to be home, right? So four o'clock comes, a little early. My brother texted him or whatever. And then uh, more, uh, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say names. My foreman from the area I'm, I work in, he goes, uh, hey, are you supposed to go back to that job? I go, 
nope, nobody told us that we're supposed to go back, so I'm back with you. Well, then the bo- he texts the boss, and the boss goes, yeah, they're supposed to be back there. And I go, not a motherfucking chance, bro. Not a fucking chance. You're going to tell me that now that I, you guys slacked and, and, and your foremans and all these people decided to decided to not do their job, not take their do their due diligence to place people and, and, and let people know ahead of time, like you're supposed to and, and, and do their job. Then I'm just not going to bother going. I don't know where, like that was a little bit of a messy sentence, but you know what I'm saying? So, um, I go through my phones, I'm, I'm recording, uh, or whatever right now, but, um, you know what? I'll hear one second. I'll stop the recording. I'll read my, I'll read my conversation. This is this is very juicy, very juicy. So I'll leave names out. Um, I'll say where the company is and everything. But this is basically what this is exactly word for word. I said just taking names out. Hey blank. Hey to my boss. Just touch base with blank my foreman. We we're being told to go back to Sanofi, which is the, the the building that we were working at for afternoons this week. Unfortunately, someone failed to inform my twin and I about returning for this coming week. We have lives outside of work and make plans for after work. For us to stay away from home for a week, we should be told on the final day of work the previous week if we are returning. Unfortunately, both of us are refusing to return back to the job because of improper notice. It's 4 p.m. on a Sunday, and we should simply be told sooner. We aren't refusing work out of town. We just want proper notice. Causes issues at home. Thank you, and hope you understand, Eric. Then my boss starts going off on me, and he's being a a fucking little bitch, right? So, let's back up for a second. The union is our... If you don't know how it works, our union is our boss. The company we work for is just our employer. Okay, so everything goes through the union. If I get laid off, I sit at home and I go on the li- on a list of people or whatever uh, that you're laid off, and it could be two people, could be a hundred people, depending on how many people are sitting on the list. And you just wait. You go on employment insurance, and you just wait until um, they give you a call when somebody picks you up off the list. So I'm not worried. Okay, I just sit at home and wait. So. Anyways, that's how that works. So he goes and says, uh, hey, man, I'll read it. I don't understand. You were to go back to the job every week until further notice. Uh, bullshit. Bullshit. Because my foreman told me, hey, man, you're going to go to this job for a week, maybe two if needed. Somebody's going to let you know, like I said before, right? So that's bullshit. Because if I would have known I was going to be going to this job for fucking weeks, staying away from home for weeks, staying away from my lovely girlfriend for weeks, I would have asked for a layoff the first time. Immediately. Because I would have said, fuck that. I'm not staying away from my lady. Now, we have plenty of work other places closer to home, and they just want people that are just going to suck the dick of the boss, right? This is going to get steamy, okay, for all of you. I said, no, blank my uh, my foreman. No, my foreman specifically told us, quote, one week, maybe two if needed, end quote. He goes, we are ve- all, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he goes, oh, you know what? 
we're slow right now. I'll read the quote. But he goes, oh, all of a sudden, we're slow right now. You and your brother can take a layoff. Oh, you're so upset that somebody stood up to your fucking dumbass and your emotional ass and said, no, I'm not going to fucking take this from, like, I have a life outside of work. You gypped motherfuckers for years. I've worked for you for four years and you've improperly paid me and I've probably lost out on like at least 10 to 15, 20 grand because you improperly pay people. As I laid out before, 36 hours is regular time, straight time, 36 to 40 is time and a half and anything after 40 is double time and he's fucked me in the ass for years. So I said, fuck that. You're not going to take me away from my family now as well. Okay. You can go fuck yourself because your guy's fucked up, right? So he goes, quote, we are very slow right now anyway. So you uh, both can have a layoff. Thanks for your time at blank. And I will uh, call you when uh, we pick up work again. Ha. That's never happening. I said to him, okay, miscommunication on your foreman's part. Appreciate the time calling the hall Monday. He goes, quote, no, it wasn't. We were trying our hardest to keep you working. This is the end of the conversation. I'm about to just say my last part in it. I said, there's plenty of work there. It's not a layoff uh, for short of work. People failed to communicate. And because we said no, because of short notice, you're upset with us. And under- and I understand that blank boss's name. Your guys failed. And we aren't up- we aren't uprooting our lives because of those men failing. Have a good Sunday and enjoy work and enjoyed working for you. Which is not true. I'm just trying to be a little boy because you people have lives, man. And at the end of the day, you have to be able to just stand up to the fucking boss. So now I'm laid off. I'm going to sit at home. I'm going to record a bunch of stuff for NASCAR for the hot pass podcast available every Monday and Friday morning and, uh, and just relax. So there's, uh, I'm not upset about it at all because I'll get picked up at some point and, uh, you just lost a good worker. and I wouldn't say it to everybody to like, you know, stand up to the man and tell him to go fuck off. Right. But there's also like, because for me it's different because I am in a union and I'm protected. Right. But if you have like just a regular part-time job or like a a full-time job, but you're a non-union, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that the puck hit a guy's skate in this game and knocked him over. Hey, better ankles. Who the fuck was that? That was bad. Anyways, so yeah, I'm not I'm not upset at all. I'm actually really happy. Like once he said layoff, I'm like sick, dude. I have the the uh, weight off my shoulders from working for that company. Because recently, in the last couple of months, I've just or last year, I've you know I asked for guys to come to the job site and help me out. Oh, we can't get guys out there. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, we can't do this. We can't do that. And I go okay. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is also horseshit. It's also horseshit. So um, I'm genuinely happy to be out of that company. And uh, we move on to uh, better things. And it's all. And if he calls me, oh, hey, Eric, you know, you could just come and work. Fuck you. No fucking way. Okay. I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to ask for holidays at other companies. I'm going to go to my NASCAR stuff. I'm going to do the Hot Pass podcast. And we're all going to enjoy and live a life together and, and, and have a, uh, live in one happy family, one big harmony. 
I don't even know what if, if that's even the right place to use that word. But it's been a bit of a rough day. A bit of an emotional day. But we also went to the gym this week. It was fantastic. Hung out with my lady. Saw some pugs. Once again, the pugs are great, if you even wonder. Also, I just want to touch. Um, I, can, I look at my analytics every week to see who's listening. And, and shouts out to you guys. I will say it every week. Thank you for listening. Now we have listeners in Brussels, Belgium. And we also have somebody in Finland. So shouts out to you. I don't know who this is or these people are. You should DM me on any of my social media at furlongeric underscore and uh, double underscore technically. And uh, let me know who you are because that's amazing. I, I know that a lot of those, I wouldn't necessarily say Belgium, but I know Finland does a lot of like the rally car stuff, like the winter rally car, which is fucking sick. Um, but shouts out to you guys. Uh, I've got a lot of great feedback now um, for future reference for the podcast that will be coming up. Um, I want to touch on this at the end of the podcast or getting closer to the end of the podcast. Um, I'm going to lay out some stuff or whatever coming up for the clash. But then after the clash, we're going to come out with a couple extra episodes throughout the week for the, for the two weeks leading up from the clash, the Sunday after that, the date all the way through the Super Bowl. Uh, Monday to Friday, hopefully I'll have a bunch of episodes and then leading up the day 2500 at breakdown. Now, my buddy Clinton from Atlanta, I met him at uh, uh, Talladega. He said for all you old heads, now he gave me some good, like really good um, advice for the people that are listening to the Friday betting show. You should listen to that every Friday morning. The Friday betting show. Um, a lot of you guys don't know overs or unders. You guys don't know a lot about betting. Um and you guys don't know a lot about the driver. So what I'm going to do, just a plan in my head that I kind of had, I, I haven't laid out just yet, but I'm thinking of um, making episodes for every every single team, breaking them down, where the drivers are from, give a little bit of the background of their personalities and stuff. So then you guys can, hopefully when it comes to the Daytona 500, you guys can either pick a driver that you guys like or their their background or their I'll, I'll even touch on some of their their past sponsorships or their current sponsorships and how cool their cars are um and see if you guys like a certain driver and then you guys can pick one even bet on it because the super speedway is like a lottery right but then if you get a little bit of more insight of those drivers certain drivers certain teams who who sponsors the team or who's spot what 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 companies are sponsoring the teams or who even owns the team such as like Michael Jordan owning 2311 um, Pitbull partially owning um, track house racing, you know, Mr. Worldwide. A lot of you don't know that um, you guys can be fans of that team, which shouts to track house. I really think that Ross Chastain is going to do big things this year. Listen to the championship, uh, the championship uh, uh, champion. Oh my God. I'm running a blank. <laughs> the championship four and championship picks or whatever for uh, this week's betting show. That's mainly what I'm going to touch on this coming Friday. Um, it shouldn't be too long of a podcast either because there's not much of depth and a lot of odds. I think throughout the later on in the year, you're going to get more, right? So that's kind of what I'm thinking when it comes to leading up to the Daytona 500. Um I'm not going to dive too deep into those guys, but I really feel like I'll just, just so you guys can get a, a, a more 
broader aspect of like our, our look at of all the drivers and choose some. Now, some are way better than others, such as Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin. Um, I mean, if you go off last year, William Byron, um, Kyle Larson, for example. And obviously, you want to be a fan of like a good driver. It's going to be more consistent. You're going to be able to root for a guy that's going to be uh, going for more wins. But I think it's going to be a lot better for the podcast if we touch on more people and uh, just break down that even I think we'll do like a random betting show as well, um, breaking down um, overs and unders. I might even touch on that on like just a random Friday betting show. Like, for example, maybe even this Friday, just touching on the, the betting aspects and like um, the, the simple little breakdown. So then when you guys go in and dive into NASCAR, um, obviously there's going to be more to touch on when it comes and we get more odds. Um, for example, like the clash, I'll be able to break it down a little bit more because we're going to have a broad aspect of way more um, betting options, but definitely the Daytona 500, right? Because we'll have head to heads and top tens and top fives and groups and all this stuff, right? So we'll do that. Um, if there's anything else you guys are wondering about certain drivers, uh, or you, you guys want to give me any sort of feedback, shoot it my way. I'm not going to shoot it down and just ignore it. I'm going to take it and receive it. Now, this one hasn't been the most funniest podcast has been a little bit more of a serious podcast because I was a little pissed off today. That's fine. We'll have some of these podcasts. So there's going to be podcasts where like it, I am livid at Danny Hamlin or I'm livid at Bubba for making a stupid decision like a Talladega, but we will rise and, and come back stronger. This is what we do. So we're going to pre-record some podcasts this week and uh, we'll move on and I'll keep you guys updated on my social media at furlong Eric underscore um, on all social media. And follow me on my action network. NFL is dead to me. I'm not betting on it anymore. It's been terrible for me this year. Luckily, golf has been okay. And uh, UFC has been all right too. So I, it, it, it keeps me afloat a little bit on this offseason. Um, so those are the bills for sucking. So follow me on all my social media. Um, listen to the Hot Pass podcast every Monday morning. Uh, and every Friday morning for the betting show podcast. And uh, yeah, uh, I love you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the video part. Uh, if I got to get a new phone or a camera just to make the situation better, I need a little bit better lighting and stuff, but we'll get there. We'll start posting it. I really have a special guest. I haven't even, I don't think I've even brought it up on the podcast. I, I, na- I noted on my social media that I have a big guest for after Daytona. Should I tell you guys right now? Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. Personally, for me, this is big, okay? It's, it'll be my first interview. It's going to be huge, for, in my opinion. Um, you guys know if you follow me on all my social media that uh, I'm huge into vintage uh, clothing. I'm huge into NASCAR clothing. I'm huge into sneakers, I'm, all this stuff. Um, we are going to get... Uh, let me just, I want to make sure, double check the, uh, his title over at Junior Motorsports. Um, his name is, uh, Ryan Williams. He is the creative director for Junior Motorsports, which is Dale Jr.'s, uh, racing team, his corporation, 
Uh, needless to say, I'm very excited. Uh, you may be wondering how I like landed this. He's uh, I've been a big fan. If you go to any of the races or you go to Junior Motorsports, um, their website and look at any other clothing, he is the guy that designs it all, or mainly I think would have the last say. Now I'm very excited to get him on the podcast. He's very busy with uh, designing all the the wraps and the cars and the shirts and everything and everything getting prepared for the for the year, right? So he said, uh, "Hey, like, uh, can you just get me till after Daytona?" I go for sure. I think he's roughly around my age. Looks like a fun ass dude. Um, and go give him a follow if you guys want. R Williams Creative on Instagram. Super nice guy. Show him some love. Um, but we will be figuring that podcast out at some point. Um, I've got lots of questions lined up already. We're gonna do. Uh, hopefully, the reason why I'm bringing this up is I think I'm gonna try and get this to be the um, first video podcast. Um, on my YouTube and hopefully it, it's a home run. Everybody gets into it because I really want to ask them who has the final say, right? And a lot of these designs, um, also they're in my personal opinion, the leader of, uh, of designs for all the NASCAR shirts. Cause you go to a lot of these haulers and they're absolute trash designs. They're very basic, minimal and not going above and beyond like they did back in the nineties. If you see the na- old NASCAR shirts, Oh, big head. Who is that? That was ginormous. The guy went flying into the birds. B- B- what is his name? Benoit. 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 Big hit for the Leafs player there. Number two lays him out. Boom, bitch. Get out of the fucking way. Boom, bitch. Get out the way. I'm running over bitches like I'm running away. Okay, anyways, let's get back on this. Um, back in the 90s, they had, like, great designs. Go check out my one video on on, on social media that like the the all over print shirts are the fucking best and the 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 closest thing you're going to get in NASCAR nowadays is junior motorsports designs a lot of their a lot of their shirts and stuff uh like the, for example like uh, there's a Mayo car and a, and a and a Bass Pro Shop car that when Dale Jr was driving at Bristol and Homestead they made a special all over print shirt that's the shit I want to talk to him about like it, I, I'm not going to go too in. I don't want to go too into depth of like what I'm going to ask him, but those are main things I want to ask him. He seems like a really nice guy. So after Daytona, hopefully a week or like within a week or two after Daytona, um, maybe that'll be one of the, uh, the episodes that'll come out when I'm in Vegas. Uh, it could be like a special episode, but I'm very, very excited to get him on. So shout out Ryan. You're the fucking man. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be able to, uh, soon interview um, and, uh, yeah, so hopefully you guys will listen to this part. I'm very excited for it. And, uh, yeah, anyways, sorry, go follow me on all my social media at furlong Eric underscore, go to my action network. It's in the link tree in my bio on my, um, on my X and my Instagram. Um, eventually we'll get enough followers on TikTok that we can put it in there as well. So go follow me on TikTok as well. Um, same handle. Um, and, uh, thanks guys. Rate the podcast rate and share your pod, the podcast with your friends. Unbelievable. Thank you for all the feedback. Thank you for listening. And uh, I hope you guys have a great week. Spread all the love. Okay. And, uh, well, we've got two more weeks, I think until the clash, I think don't quote me on it at least two, two and a half weeks. So let's go. NASCAR is almost here. Let's go cash a bag in the future on NASCAR. All right. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later. See you guys. Peace.
Oh, 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 oh,